100% feeling. So, what are we doing today? MTN. Live on Joy 99.7 FM, this is the Midday News. The news is also live on Love 99.5 FM in Kumase. Affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions around Amenuveve FM in Aflao. Dreams FM in Bogatanga. A1 Radio also in Bogatanga. Also on Jubilee and Sun City Radio in Keta. We're on Twitter Spaces. We're on Facebook and MyJoyOnline.com. The Midday News is brought to you by Duraplus Ghana Limited. Producers of quality PVC pipes and water tank. Where Duraplus goes, water flows. Coming up, upset, disappointed, but not backing down as embattled former environment science and technology minister professor Fimpombuating vows to stop at nothing to expose the ills that characterizes time as head of a body that was taxed to stop illegal mining I'm very upset that some, I thought I would do something good for the president and now I'm portrayed as somebody, an evil person. We made enemies for ourselves in this fight against Galamse. I will not sit down for anybody to intimidate me. You've chosen the wrong person to do that. But is the president committed to the fight against illegal mining? Um, maybe committed, but choosing the wrong methods. Meanwhile, the coalition against illegal mining is demanding a fair and transparent investigation and prosecution by the special prosecutor. This was supposed to have started last year in October. And then on the 16th, form, Boateng is invited in uh, for this conversation. question you would want to ask yourself is the coincidence so from procurement breaches to unaccounted for money, we will walk you through some of the charges against Professor Kwabnafim Pombwating. Also, Electoral Commission urges opposition NDC to desist from what it says are unjustifiable attacks on its integrity. Most often than not, when a party is in opposition, the Electoral Commission becomes the whipping boy. Any small issues, they will whip the Electoral Commission without any grounds. We have details as the commission hopes the party will rejoin the IPAC meetings ahead of the 2024 polls. Pensioner Bondholders Forum to drag the Ministry of Finance to shroud on their demand for interest on all accrued principles as government makes it clear it cannot honour that payment. We will submit the matter to Shrag for Shrag to go into and tell us whether we have the right to, take the de- uh, to demand the interest or not. We have sports. Ghana FA proposes an extension of the tenure of its president from two to three terms. We have the details in 20 minutes. Now, National Science and Maskers will tell you about the secret weapon of Bombay Senior High Technical School as they grab the last slot in the Western Regional Qualifiers. We are coming. No strategy. We are coming. We have details of that and more here on the Midday News. I am Emifa Apau, and this is your home of independent, fearless, and credible journalism. Please stay on for details. 
In our very first story for this afternoon, former Environment Science and Technology Minister Professor Kwabinafim Pombwatin says he's upset and disappointed by attempts to demonize his work as chairman of the Interministerial Committee Against Illegal Mining. The renowned heart surgeon, who is currently under arrest over investigations into corruption activities relating to the work of the committee, says he will stop at nothing to expose the ills that characterize the work of that committee. Speaking in an exclusive interview with Evans Mensa, Professor Boating said, though he's not perfect, he sees no wrong in his past conduct and therefore his arrest by the special prosecutor came to him as a surprise. I'm very upset that some, I thought I was doing something good for the president and for Chibi and now I'm portrayed as somebody, an evil person who, who, whose activities were, were designed to slide somebody or to ridicule uh, people. No! It, it was a very serious matter. You know, we made enemies for ourselves in this fight against Galamse. And we had problems. And so I will not sit down for anybody to intimidate me. We were choosing the wrong person to do that. We were doing the right thing. People were insulting us all the time. And in all these things, I don't know how many people could have done that job the way we did it or the way I did it. And look at what is happening now. If things had improved now, but things are worse. We have virtually no forest reserve in this country. You know, all the rivers are polluted. And people are doing that with impunity. You know, the rivers, you still see these floating platforms there uh, with the dredging and so on. When we're there, you dare not do that. There was a plan in place. And if people will not study it, and, and demonize reform voting, demonize me. How many people have done for this country what I've done? Tell me, from a very young age, only think about Ghana. If I've committed some error, fine, I admit it. But not when people are pursuing their greed and you point it out and, they, and you are demonized. That annoys me sometimes. And I think I will not allow myself to be intimidated by anybody. But does he regret his role as head of the committee that was tasked to fight illegal mining? Uh, well, not quite, but um, it was very challenging. And if I had, I had anticipated, you see, I did not anticipate the things that I experienced. The involvement of party people and government appointees. I did not get the protection that I needed from from whoever, you know. But there must to, be to, there to, must to be carry, people who you carry, expected to protect you whilst to, you did your to job. Carry out this very difficult job. Is it the president that you expected Look, protection listen, from that so you didn't get? The, the thing is that what is happening now? See, the the forests are being degraded. Apart from the water and Afram uh, River, all the others are polluted to some degree. Well, the Interministerial Committee for four years worked to stop illegal mining, but there's little success to show for the over 300 million cities spent on its activities. Well, beyond the public show of support, is President Ekofado committed to the fight? Do you believe the President is really committed to ending illegal mining? Um, maybe committed but choosing the wrong methods. Okay. I'm not saying, yeah, he, he says it. If he says he's committed, I cannot disprove it. 
but then if we look at the methods that are being you know uh, employed people are doing whatever they like then it's not likely that this illegal money will stop mm. you know so what and, and i'm not i'm not Both. expecting this thing to improve why because honestly even in the best of times when the economy was good people were doing illegal mining and there's some somewhere in the scientific region whose wealth is based on mining next year will be election year people need money to campaign and so on i don't expect that this thing will stop anytime soon well, Professor Kamna from Pomboatings has been um, telling Evans about how his family is taking the developments in his life. For my close family, it's tough, but we can endure it because they understand. Mm-hmm. But friends outside, even this evening, some will say, oh, my heart, no, I was frightened. You know, this, there, lots of people, not only in Ghana, but calling from America, from Germany, and so on. They worry that I'm on, I've been arrested and uh, some of them are falling sick. Somebody, somebody in America who nearly landed in, in the emergency room. When he had that, you may yes. have been arrested? Yes. Now that the OSB has started this and they say you are not, you are, you've been arrested, what do you think about the prospect of, be, of you being prosecuted and possibly being convicted? Does that worry you? Does that no, give you sleepless nights at no, all? No, I don't, I don't, it doesn't worry me at all. But if prosecuting from Pop Whiting and all these things will solve the problems in this country, look at all the bad things that have gone on. Have gone on. Look at all the corruption that is going on everywhere. And if this is the only thing that borders whoever wants to investigate, fine. Life is not static. Mm. At some point, somebody will be at the opposite end, also receiving the same treatment. Is it the most important thing to worry any investigator? Well, he shared his perspective on the level of governance under the MPP. The, the state of the party now is not what... It's different from what I, I knew it to be. What's the state of the party? I'm not happy with the state of the party. Why? Because things are not going well. In, in what aspects? Look, look at the state of everything, you know, economy. Look at everything from industries, banking, agriculture, education, mining, pollution, environment, and so on. Look at all these things. And this party is supposed to be the one carrying the burden, forming the government and carrying the burden. But if we still have these problems, then the, we cannot be say, say that we are happy with the, with the state of the party or even the government. People who can solve complex problems are being demonized, and you leave uh, incompetent people, no, I'm not saying incompetent, but people who are not designed to solve problems, to be around claiming to be the champions of whatever, they will be in this state all the time. Professor Kwabna from Pombwating in that interview with Evans Mens are available on all our social media platforms, also on myjoyonline.com. Well, we know that Professor Kwabna from Pombwating was invited by the special prosecutor arrested and granted bill. My colleague Elton Brobe has all the details of that um, developing story and joins me in studio. So, Elton, and the OSP is tight lipped on the arrest and charges mm-hmm. against Professor Kwabna from Pombwating. But you've been working your sources. What are you learning? So, at first, they are disputing the fact that he was invited. According to the OSP, he was directed to come as a suspect mm. so the letter that they sent to him made it clear that he was uh, he was called him as a suspect in a matter that was under investigation and he was questioned on the drones about 200 that were procured mm-hmm. by the interministerial committee now the, the the allegation is that 
the procurement did not go through the right process. Okay. So PPA may not have been fully involved in the procurement of the drones. It's also unclear how much money was spent on the procurement. There is one document that cost $3 million. There's another one that cost over 500000 US dollars. So this was a matter that he was asked to provide more clarity on this when he appeared before them, but they are yet to get the documentation to back any of the figures that is before the OSP. There's also issue of the the general expenditure covering the activities of the Interministerial Committee on Illegal Mining. There's about mm-hmm. three over 300 million Ghana City that is yet to be fully accounted for. There's also some missing vehicles that are yet to be traced. There are also some excavators that are yet to be traced. And then there's also gold nuggets that were seized uh, by the operatives of the Interministerial Committee, seized from some illegal miners, whereabouts is unclear for now. So these are some of the charges that are against the professor. Thank you very much, Elton Brobe. Well, there have been reactions um, to the arrest of Professor Kobnafrim Pombwatin. We can hear from convener of the Coalition Against Illegal Mining, uh, Dr. Ken Ashibe, and he wants fairness and transparency in the process. You also would ask questions about the timing of this. This was supposed to have started last year in October. And then on the 16th, uh, you know, Pombwatin is invited in uh, for this conversation and you the question you would want to ask yourself is the coincidence and so for me uh it is good that the office of the special prosecutor wants to look into this uh they are dealing with the secretary they are dealing with now they're dealing with the chairman but there's several people there are several ministers who were also part of this uh committee and some of them are still currently in at post you know and so if you want to find out what in terms of documentations and all of that. I don't know whether they were expecting that the the professor, when he was leaving, going home, would carry all of those documents with him. You know, the the office, those who are currently in office, should also be be invited. So we would be watching the special prosecutor very keenly, but giving him the benefit of the doubt. They're hoping that this is not a system that would want to, uh, you know, uh, shut uh, the uh, the professor down because of this report that has, been, that has been brought out. And we would hope that a special prosecutor would be very open and would be very thorough in its work. Well, Member of Parliament for Boku Central, Mahama Yarga, says the work of the special prosecutor will be judged when the facts are made clear. At the end of the day, what is the quality of work that has been done? And then uh, what is the outcome? So we only need to monitor what is happening. They've just issued a general statement about issues that they are... Now, the Electoral Commission is urging the opposition NDC to desist from what it says are unjustifiable attacks on its integrity. The party has in the last one week engaged in a spirited banter with the commission alleging a plot with the NPP to insert an unqualified candidate in the name of an unqualified candidate into the Asin North Voters Register. Well, this accusation comes at a time the commission is preparing to hold a by-election on June 27. NDC Communication Officer Sami Jinfi says the commission's work has been unfair to the NDC in recent times. We know the EC and the EC of today 
is not that of the Afarijan era. The honor and integrity it enjoyed, many will agree, has declined. This is because of the MPP members President Akufuado has sent to the EC, like Dr. Bosman Asari and Dr. Apiahini. These are NPP activists who have been sent there to do party work and not what will help us and ensure peace. Well, Director of Electoral Services at the EC, Dr. Srebo Kweku, says the commission remains focused and expects the cooperation of the NDC. He's been speaking to Evans Mensah. Most often than not, when a party is in opposition, the Electoral Commission becomes the whipping boy. Any small issues, they will whip the Electoral Commission without any grounds. So if you look at the statement, we say that if they have any contrary view, they should provide. And I don't think there's any contrary view. So we are already putting across that they should stop attacking the commission when they have no grounds to attack the commission. Whether we like it or not, we are stakeholders in the game. The parties cannot do elections without the electoral commission. An electoral commission too cannot conduct elections without the parties sponsoring candidates. So we are in it together. If we are not saying that if we are doing something bad, they shouldn't talk of it. But when there's none, you don't smear us like that. So that's what we have done. Your relationship with the NDC, how would you describe it? Very cordial. Really? Apart from the radio, radio issues, that time when we were doing the elections, the, the, the current chairman and the, they came and we had a nice meeting. They took a lot of pictures of the commission. And the, when we meet and we are chatting, you won't believe that these are the people who are in the, in the media uh, complaining about each other. We are very cordial. Very, very cordial. We have very cordial relationships. But we this, are, we are this not the enemies. cordial relationship in private, but enemies in public. That is the problem. It's not, 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 I won't say that in public. It's one the, I don't know, I don't know the way to, how to describe it. But in public, when we meet us, we talk, we, do, we chat. We do everything together. I wouldn't want to give examples. But some of, the, some of us are even classmates, schoolmates, we do courses together and the rest. I, I know the NDC, they've boycotted IPAC meetings, and I knew there was some conversations. In fact, it must be the Peace Council. I tried to negotiate a settlement of a sort. Do you know what has come of that? So when we went, what we told them was that we don't have any problem with them. And to the best of my knowledge, because I was there, it was after the 2020 elections that we, we called a meeting, and they said that, they don't accept the election results. So any meeting that has something to do with the 2020 election, they will not attend. Now, Adam, the meetings that we are subsequently holding, they have nothing to do with the 2020 election. So we're expecting that they will have come. That's the Director of Electoral Services at the Electoral Commission, Dr. Srebo Kweku. We'll stay a while longer on issues relating to the Asin North by-election and the NPP and the NDC have started what they call aggressive campaigns in the constituency aimed at winning the impending by-elections. The NPP on Wednesday elected Charles Opoku, who hails from the same town as the NDC's candidate, James Jachikwesen. My colleague Richard Kojonyako is there for us. Here's his report. After close to four hours of elections, Charles Opoku emerged the winner of the primaries. The Electoral Commission declared him the winner. This sparked wild jubilations in the Asin North Town of Asin Akonfodi. He's done so many projects in the Asin North constituency. And trust me, he is the man to snatch the seat from 
the NDC. National organizer of the MPP, Henry Nanabuachi, says the victory of Charles Opoku signals the beginning of what they call an effective campaign to snag the seat from the NDC. And we are going to conduct an effective campaign, an election winning campaign. So the fact of the matter is that we are not engaged in vote buying. We are going to campaign on the numerous projects we have executed in the Asinov constituency. While the MPP kick-started their campaign in the constituency after the primaries, the NDC was already hopping from one town to the other, canvassing for votes for James Jachi Payson. It will be a win-win situation. I'm going to win. That's all I can tell you. Politics is not about your, where you're coming from or your region. It's about what you can deliver to the people. Politics is about confronting the challenges and finding solutions for them. And the people of this community already have that faith in me. As you can see, the outpour of support. James Jachikwesen ending Richard Kujunyako's report. Now, Pensionable Notice Forum say it has resolved to drag the Ministry of Finance to the Commission on Human Rights and Administrative Justice charge. Well, this comes after the Ministry had indicated its inability to pay the interest demanded by the bondholders on all matured principles since February 2023. We can hear from the convener of the group, Dr. Edu Anani Entry, who spoke to the media after the meeting with the Finance Ministry government say it can't pay the interest. We have said that if government is not going to do that, we still want it to be done. And so in that case, we will need an arbiter. So we have suggested that we will submit the matter to Shrag for Shrag to go into and tell us whether we have the right to take the, uh, to demand the interest or not. Then the second one that we also discussed was that they were supposed to pay coupons that were due up to 29. Well, that's the convener of the Pensioner Bond Orders Forum, Dr. Edu Anani Entry. I'll take him to the outbreak of the anthrax disease there, which has already claimed one life and other animals. Deputy Chief Executive of the FDA, Roderick Kobneje, advised handlers of animals to abide by the rules outlined in the food safety policy. Correspondent Albert Sorry uh, joins us on the line. Albert, uh, what can you report? Have you received, uh, well, in terms of um, regards to the number of animals vaccinated so far? So between uh, yesterday when the vaccination started and now, uh, the veterinary services are telling us they've already vaccinated over a thousand animals across the region. What they are doing is that for every district, their officers are going from household to household and they are vaccinating the animals. But in addition to that, what they will be doing from next week is that they will have uh, a convening point uh, in all the districts where people who want to have their animals vaccinated can come there for the vaccination. That's um, correspondent Albert Soria with the latest from the region. This is the Midday News sponsored by Duraplus Ghana Limited producers of quality PVC pipes and water tank. Where Duraplus goes, water flows. And he's been upset, disappointed, but not backing down. We've been hearing from embattled former Environment, Science and Technology Minister Professor Kobnafrim Pombwating vowing to stop at nothing to expose the ills that characterize his time as head of a body that was taxed to stop illegal mining. We return with sports and then the National Science and Mass Quiz Regional Contest is on. We'll tell you about the secret weapon of Bompe Senior High Technical School as they grab the last lot in the Western Regional Qualifiers. Hello, we are coming. We are coming. No strategy. We are coming.
thanks for staying with us. Let's do sports. Move back. Thank you very much, MFNL. Joy Sports can exclusively exclusively reveal that Ghana FA Statutes Review Committee has proposed an extension of the tenure of its president from two to three terms. The report, which was submitted to the Executive Council, also suggests the consideration of two vice presidents, of which one would be a woman, while the number of members of the Executive Council should be increased from 12 to 23. It is understood the Executive Council is engaging members of the football governing body on the proposal and will submit it to FIFA for approval. The FA will hold its meeting with various stakeholders on July 6 and should a decision be taken, we will be here with the update. Now to some good news before I leave. And Liverpool have signed midfielder Alexis McAllister from Brighton on a five-year contract. That's your sport. Wow. Thank you, Mubarak. Let's head to the Ashanti region now. And with state institutions failing to patch potholes, some residents of Bokrum in Kumasi are filling up the holes with coconut husks. The residents say the poor nature of the road is causing serious accidents. Love FM's Nanabwachi Yadom exposes the hazardous Bokrum pothole-ridden roads for Joy News Ghana Potholes exhibition. Here you go. Government serving us, in fact, drivers here with the best. One road, several potholes. A good number of roads in Ghana are left with dangerous potholes. Major road networks in Kumasi are no exception as the roads are inundated with deep secular depressions. Some motorists have experienced the damages that go beyond mechanical repairs in these craters. Before you can move straight from this particular stretch to wherever you are going, you must pass through this particular pit. The well-adorned road is now a death trap with praiseworthy traffic growth. Potholes have developed on this road. They refused to work on just this particular stretch. We've complained so much about the traffic over here. It is obvious that these potholes are fast developing into manholes, putting the lives of motorists and commuters at risk. But state institutions in charge of covering them up show up at work and do nothing about it. To some of these road users, this is a life-threatening pit. Almost there three months, number two accidents. I came across an accident almost a month ago. As government institutions join on patching up the holes, some residents fill the riddled bitumen with debris to lessen the impact of vehicles slumping into holes. Sometimes they attempt to fill these holes with just anything, sometimes with coconut husk. I started using this road around 1994. This is a busy road, but government isn't ready to fix it for us. We, the drivers, could fix it ourselves. This is very disheartening. Well, the Ashanti Regional Director of Urban Roads, Francis Gambra, has assured of available funds to patch potholes on major roads in Kumase. He's been speaking to Love FM's David Akwete. We expect that in about a month or so you would see our annual uh, portal party taken off very rigorously. We are at an advanced stage of uh, procuring these works for the works, I mean, the permanent or the actual patching works to start. So in the next few uh, weeks or months, we should see this portal patch 
patching uh, program aggressively being rolled out. Do we have budget available for these uh, portal patching works to be done? Annually, all the government agencies are giving budget allocation. Time for the National Science and Mass Quiz. And in a captivating display of determination and skill, Bompe Senior High Technical School left their competitors outstanding as they claimed the last available sport in the Western Regional Qualifiers. Michael Ashali has more. All I will say is we are coming. We are coming. No strategy. We are coming. Is from God. No, there are no strategy. We can't create. It's not our strength, you know. That's but you know, everyone has God, right? Yes, everyone. And this is a game. And no one, this one. No one knows the hunter's secrets, Yes. And elsewhere, Methodist Senior High School have also booked a sport at the 2023 competition. Manuel Barikriku joins us live. Manuel, what are we missing? All right, MFA, there's a lot happening here in Tunyane. And I must say that just um, a while ago, um, Goka Senior High School has qualified for the first time to um, the national stage. They came here with only the contestants and even one supporter and um, just two teachers um, to join them over here. But they've been motivated ahead and then they're hoping to qualify, um, qualify at the national stage as well. And also ongoing right now is the Ahafu Regional Qualifiers. Some 11 schools are competing in. Well, we'll give you details of that, but all roads lead to the Aviation Social Center on Saturday, June 10. It's Rep. Your Jessina Ajili Doku of Hits FM has more. I just wanted to invite you guys and your precious listeners to the Hits FM Rep Your Jersey, the 12th edition, and we're doing at the Aviation Social Center. Like, mm-hmm. We're starting at 10 a.m. Okay. I know the match is later on in the evening, but yeah, what we usually yeah. start early. Final. Yeah, the Champions League final. We're going to watch it together as a Rep your Jesse and Rocket in style. Let's meet at the Aviation Social Center. But just before we head out, the issue of discrimination against women has been on the front burner for decades with many vigorous advocacies to clamp down on the menace. In today's edition of Joy News Remembrance Series on Professor Amat Taidu, we'll bring you extracts from her piece, An Angry Letter in January, a creative masterpiece which speaks vehemently against discrimination, racism and inequality at large, read by ace Ghanaian filmmaker Akofa Ejiani. Dear bank manager, I've received your letter. Thank you very much. Threats, intimidations and all. So what if you won't give me a loan of 2000 or only conditioned by special rules